welcome to the Readiness Podcast. This podcast is intended to share the lecture discussions on disaster readiness and risk reduction. Sit back, relax, and grab the copy of your lecture and enjoy listening. So, good day, students. So, as what I've mentioned during our synchronous class, I did prepare a recorded um discussion of the lecture so i have decided to just create a recorded lectures no para nasusubaybayan niyo siya and then hopefully this will be published in a podcast um channel so that uh, if you just wish to actually listen to it and not watch this uh, recorded discussion you may actually listen to it while reading the presentation okay so this recording will just um i hope would be very short so that you would be able to actually Um, no, it would not take uh, much of your time. So, this recording is intended to have or introduce you and give you an overview about the main idea or the main topic of the subject, which focuses on disaster and disaster risk. So, uh, if you have noticed already, um, our subject no is entitled disaster Res- readiness, sorry, and risk reduction. So, we mainly focuses on disaster management. And how do we prepare? No, and to be able to prepare, we need to be able to understand the importance of why should we be knowledgeable about the different disasters, no, that are very hazardous to us, and why should we be able to understand the importance of being prepared when we are actually facing or we will be, no, because most of the disasters are future. Hindi naman natin alam kung kailan yung dadating. So, um, what should be prepared no in the near future okay so this is our actually module so if you would notice so while you're listening if this is published in the podcast um you would definitely see here the overview of the objective no of what should be learned on the lesson for today so we are actually just uh, getting the main idea about the concept of disaster and disaster risk for our subject okay so the objective of this um subject is for us to understand the relation of risk with disaster bakit nga ba yung word na risk laging may association sa kay disaster at bakit tayo meron tinatawag na uh, disaster risk kasi di ba the word risk itself could also be defined as a um positive note no But um, otherwise, when we associate it with the idea of disaster, uh, sorry, nagkakaroon tayo ng kumbaga um, nag-impact or observation that is more negative in nature, okay? So, um, this presentation is also intended to show you the differentiate or different factors no, that underlie um, disasters. Uh, particularly, tatlo yan, meron tayong hazard. Um, exposure and vulnerability no, that comes up with risk and disaster. And then, of course, uh, we will describe the different effects of disaster to one's life and, of course, explain the stages of disaster. So, this is just a very general discussion. Um, hindi muna dapat tayo masyadong nagkakaroon ng parang uh, pag-iisip na mahirap yung discussion. No? But technically, this is just um, an overview of what should we expect no from uh, the subject itself so bakit natin kinakailangan intindihin ito it is because um, our subject connotes the importance of 
relating no um preparedness in our life so hindi uh, hindi pa pwedeng um we just rely on um kumbaga textbook definition no we must also be able to understand it and by appreciating it no when we try to apply it in our own lives okay so let's now proceed with um understanding first no the overview of why um there is a need to understand disaster and disaster risk in our very own country okay so this is a simple concept map parang sa tingin nyo, no complicated uh if you're reading it so it's already in slide 3 if you're listening to it no so um if you would notice uh to be able to have a disaster there connotes a three um aspects to it no yung factors na tinatawag din natin so we have the hazard we have the exposure and we have the vulnerability so um if a disaster actually happens um hindi ibig sabihin walang hazard diyan ibig sabihin walang vulnerability diyan ibig sabi ah, hindi ibig sabihin walang um, exposure diyan okay so ibig sabihin if there is always a hazard itong tatlong to present yan okay and in the philippines um we are always con uh, recognized no actually um as a, a disaster prone country because as you may recall in your science subject philippines itself is actually located at the pacific ring of fire that is why um, we experience a lot of um, different calamities, no? Lalo na uh, nakaka-experience tayo ng bagyo, nakaka-experience tayo mostly ng volcanic eruption and then earthquake because that um, itself um, focus on our geographical location, okay? So, disaster itself um, can affect or can be affected, no, based on um, the concept of the different um, impacts no on our society so a disaster could actually be human made or natural okay so hindi ibig sabihin kapag disaster risk we are just limiting it no to the concept of typhoon typhoon sorry um flooding uh, landslide earthquake and then um volcanic eruption even the present experience that we have the covid-19 pandemic is actually considered as a disaster because um if you would notice it actually has hazards to our health no we could be exposed lalo na kapag may family member tayo na nagpositive diba and then of course we are very much vulnerable lalo na diba nung wala pang vaccine so nung walang vaccine pa na napo-produce um napaka kumbaga very dangerous talaga yung concept na paglabas mo um, ikaw lalo na kapag uh, I personally as a person as an individual uh, ako takot ako last year no lalo na nung wala pang vaccine because I'm very much keen and I really appreciate science that's why I trust I put my 100% trust to scientists and of course the doctors and uh, healthcare workers the nurses etc so um, dati hindi ako lumalabas lalo na last year no um bihira ako lumabas. Nung alam ko magkakaroon na ng vaccine, um, lumakas yung loob ko na if I need to go out, I would be going out. Diba? Um, I had a chance to actually, uh, nung nag-GCQ tayo, I had a chance to actually go out. So, that actually um, is an example on uh, the concept of vulnerability. So, diba? Nung nagkaroon ng vaccine, we were able to at least have a uh, safe space in our mind na kung saan 
alam natin na kahit makakuha tayo, hindi, hindi tayo magkakaroon ng severe symptoms. Kasi ang tinatatakutan natin with COVID-19 is the severity of the symptoms, ba? Diba? So, kahit may vaccine ka, hindi naman pa rin may iwasan na magkaroon tayo ng sakit kung makakahawa o nakahawa tayo or mahawa pala rather kung mahawa tayo sa ibang tao. So, that is itself the concept and even the application on how disaster does not only affect on the environment but as well as the impact of viruses, no? Um, that could be an example of human-made kasi it's tran- transmissible. And then of course, the natural is a very common typhoon, earthquake, flooding, ayan, etc. Okay? So, in the Philippines, I apologize, okay? Uh, kung may mga background noises. Okay, so in the Philippines, um, since we are uh, in a geographical location, says or states that we could have the possibility of experiencing um, many disaster. So, kapag nagkaroon tayo ng experience ng disaster, um, it actually affects our lives, our home, diba? our economy. Kasi kapag nagkaroon ng disaster, hindi lahat ng tao makakapagtrabaho. So, it greatly affects the economy. So, pag walang trabahador, malamang hindi gumagalaw no? yung proseso ng economy natin. Yung transaction, lalo na in the field of business, hindi gumagalaw yung mga transactions dyan. So, infrastructure. So, whether buma- binabaha, no? pag bumabaha, rather, bumabaha or lumilindol, um, if there are uh, certain no calamities na experience natin, our very own home is also vulnerable when it comes to um, disaster. And of course, the environment. Diba? Uh, perwisyo kapag makikita natin after bagyo, after pagbaha, ang daming basura kasi umaapaw sa tubig yung mga basura. So, instead na may madadaanan, di ba, pag napuputol yung mga puno, yung mga sasakyan mismo nahihirapan silang makadaan. So, that is an example on the impact of disaster if ever there happens in our country. Okay? So, the Philippines, our very own uh, country, no, um, kaya nga tayo nagkaroon or there was a requirement for senior high school students to have this subject. It is because the Philippines itself is actually a disaster-prone country. So, we are recognized as the most disaster-prone country on earth back in 2010. So, 2010, if you would remember, we had the experience of Ondoy. Okay? And then, uh, may mga other calamities pa na sumunod dyan, no? And that's why we are recognized as a disaster-prone country. So, ano yung mga nagiging cause? Bakit tayo na-recognize as disaster-prone country? Kasi meron tayong mga typhoon, as what I've mentioned, earthquake volcanic eruption, flooding, garbage landslide. So, kung nakarinig na kayo ng balita sa Navotas before, before I just forgot the year, nagkaroon ng incident na kung saan uh, may mga um, namatay at may mga na-injured no, na mga tao from Navotas nung nagkaroon ng garbage landslide doon. So, that is also part of disaster kasi um, the risk of health and then of course the lives, no? yung buhay nyo mismo ang um, naapektuhan lalo na yung mga tao nagtatrabaho in the field of garbage no? yung mga nangungolekta nyan so um, they are really prone and of course Navotas is known as the place where garbage are usually dumped no? Yan yung, dyan yung may pinakamalaking dump site sa atin dito sa Metro Manila um, marami talagang vulnerability dyan or maraming hazard na tayo may experience 
uh, transport incident no in the Philippines uh, marami nagbomotor very common na accident natin lalo na nung face to face pa tayo kung napapansin ninyo kung bumabiyahe kayo um, marami na aksidente pag madaling araw kasi may nagmomotor tapos nakikipagkarerahan sa mga truck, mga 14 wheeler, di ba? Na aksidente sila. Okay? So that is also an example of disaster. And of course, uh, military action against rebels. So in the Philippines, alam nyo naman na nagkaroon tayo of course ng mga um, encounters no with terrorist groups. So uh, that is also disaster because um the people, the civilians are prone to being um kumbaga exposed to danger, no? Lalo na kapag nagbabarilan sila, no? Ang laging nakaka ang naaapektuhan diyan ay mga bata, okay? So in the Philippines as well, as well, um the best example why we are also known as disaster prone is that um in the Philippines since we belong at the Pacific Ring of Fire, um we actually could experience um 20 earthquakes a day. So even with the intensity of just 1.7, 1.5, nakaka-experience po tayo yan. And of course, in the Philippines, marami na tayong experience na um, malalakas na earthquake. So that's why this subject was actually created so that you would be able to prepare. Lalo na, di ba, meron tayong tinatawag, siguro naririnig nyo na yan, yung the big one. Even in the news, they are being stated, no? So the big one conceptualize the possibility of Uh, Metro Manila experiencing a magnitude of at least 7 to 8 no, na earthquake. So, ano yung gagawin natin? Ano yung pwede natin gawin para if ever na mangyari yun, um, ano yung magiging safety precautions natin? No? If you would remember, um, nung nagkaroon ng lindol sa buhol, diba, uh, one of the problems is that um, nung hin yung mga tao hindi masyadong aware, 'di ba? Marami ding namatay. So, because if there's no proper education on what to do if there are um specific disaster that would come, um syempre vulnerable na ang buhay ng tao. Okay? So, in the Philippines um itself, um to be able to categorize the importance of um disaster preparedness, no. Kailangan ma-identify natin yung differences ni hazard, ni disaster and disaster risk. So, Um, hazard, uh, these three factors, as what I've mentioned earlier, are actually the factors that com comes up um, the concept of risk itself, okay? So, these factors affect disaster risk as a whole. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, this um, affect the concept of disaster as a whole when in terms of um, being a prone country, uh, disaster-prone country in the whole world, no? So, ang Philippines, um, it's actually um, very vulnerable when it comes to hazard. So, si hazard, um, as what is stated there, no, so it's a dangerous phenomenon, a substance, a human activity, or condition that may cause loss of life, injury, or other health impacts, property damage, loss of livelihood and services, social and economic disruption, or environmental damage. So, kung mapapansin ninyo, um, this pertain to an act or a possibility where a person could um, experience um, all kinds of negative and harmful activities that could happen to them. So, yan na yung konsepto ng hazard itself, no? So, every person could experience hazardous phenomenon, rather, no? lalo na sa bansa natin because, again, we are a disaster-prone country because of the uh, geographical location of our uh, territory. So, 
Disaster, um, on the other hand, is defined as a serious disruption of the functioning, functioning of a community or a society involving widespread human, material, economic, or economic losses and impacts which exceeds the ability of the affected community or society to cope up its own resources. So, this is actually a definition by UNISDR. Okay? So, disaster itself, um, it's a disruption. By the word disruption, meaning um, this is not, uh, when we say disruption in a simpler manner, ito yung kumbaga nagpapakigil no? ng good flow, when uh, good function as what the word there, para mas maintindihan nyo, no? Uh, the good function of a community. So, say, for example, kapag nagkaklase tayo, di ba? If there's an interruption in your room, nai-interrupt na yung pag-intindi mo kay teacher. So, in a disaster, uh, the concept of disaster is that um, if we are living in a, kumbaga, a peaceful flow of life, and then all of a sudden, there's a disruption, we call it as disaster. So, dapat, paghandaan natin siya para hindi tayo nagkakaroon ng hazard experience. Okay? So, yun yung connectivity niyan. Okay? So, disaster could be associated with large-scale disruptive events such as very common yung typhoons, earthquakes, and volcanic eruption. Okay? So, it could also be onset as an acute or a slow type uh, phase, no? When it comes to um, experiencing it in the environment or in the situation itself. So, ang may mga instances kasi na uh, may mga, ang best example natin dyan kapag earthquake. Diba? May mga earthquake na 1.7 lang, 1.5 na magnitude. Hindi natin nararamdaman yan. But technically, well still, uh, we are actually still um, vulnerable to that because if ever man na lumakas siya, hindi natin alam, mahina lang pala siya ng una, tapos lalakas siya ng lalakas, so dangerous pa rin siya. So, dapat hindi natin uh, tinitake for granted yung mga ganong klaseng numbers or information, uh, even if na maliit lang yung intensity, for example, in a earthquake. Okay? So, next is disaster risk. So, disaster risk, as defined there, is the potential loss of lives, health status, livelihoods, and various assets which are actually often challenging to quantify. So, ibig sabihin, um, when we say disaster risk, these are already um, the idea or the concept wherein um, if ever we experience disaster, um, we might be really experiencing a huge disruption that um, we won't be able sometimes to recover. No, say, for example, um, uh, pag may na-injured, no? na may nagbanggaan sa kalsada, so, pag sobrang lakas ng impact ng banggaan, dahil yung kalsada, no, uh, maliit, tapos naguunahan sila, tapos umuulan pa, nadulas sila, ba? So, um, ano yung possibility na mangyari kapag hindi nag-iingat? ba? The lives itself of the people. So, kapag na-aksidente sa kalsada, may possibility na mamatay ka because especially even if you're wearing a helmet, kapag malakas yung impact, pwede kang mamatay, ba? So, that is the uh, basic idea of for you to understand no the concept of disaster risk so it could be categorized sometimes as intensive or extensive okay so pag sinabi nating intensive usually it pertains to um uh 
uh, minimal, that, not minimal, but meaning uh, we could control it, we could actually still revive some of it. Pero pag sinabi natin extensive, ito yung mga outer factors na kung saan mas malaki yung damage at um, mas mahirap, kumbaga, yung recovery. So, pag intensive, usually within the community, pwede siyang ma-recover. Um, so, say for example, pag simpleng bahalang yan, so makakapag-recover agad ang community. Pag extensive yan, um, it's a nationwide no need uh, of guidance and help para makarecover. Okay? So, uh, when we define disaster risk, um, we therefore identified three different factors. So, I apologize, no, medyo na na mali yung aking mention kanina. So, ito talaga yung factors no, na nagka-come up with the risk. So, um, the World Risk Index uh, define the concept of disaster risk, no, um, which directly states here that they provide um, an analysis of disaster risk worldwide and um, their role is actually to indicate uh, which specific countries are in the greatest need to strengthen the measures for coping with and adapting to extreme natural events. So, um, for World Risk Index, what they do is that they let these countries recognize that the concept of risk are very vulnerable when it comes to um, even with the simplest explanation on the success of a country. No? So, ibig sabihin, kapag laging may disaster risk, there's a possibility na nai-impact ang ating economy at nagkakaroon tayo ng problema at hindi tayo lalo uusad. Okay? So, that's why the World Risk Index uh, always res uh, present no, the number of um, kumbaga with highest uh, sorry, with highest sorry, no, with highest um, index no, every year. So, the risk assessment as what is written there is based on the general notion that the intensity of the extreme weather event is not the only factor, as what I've been mentioning a while ago, of relevance to the disaster risk, but that the society's level of development is equally important as well. So, society's level of development. So, kapag ang isang bansa, malaki ang sansa niya na makapag-cope up ag agad kasi well-developed sila, usually mababa yung nagiging risk index nila. Kasi kahit maka-experience sila ng disaster, ibig sabihin, mabilis sila makakapag recover. Okay? Pero katulad nating um, Philippines na uh, we consider our country as a third world, no, na minsan nangihirapan to cope up easily, that is uh, a big factor when it comes to identifying the risk assessment in our own country. Okay? So, it is, uh, if it is less developed, a society will be more vulnerable to the natural events than if it is better prepared in regard to susceptibility coping capacity and adaptive capacity. So, kapag nag-co-compute um, or nag-a-assess ang World Risk Index, they compute um, the concept of risk no, itself in this uh, equation. Although, hindi nyo makailangan i-memorize. Pero, para lang maintindihan ninyo, paano nga ba yung nagiging risk assessment na mamaya makikita ninyo sa press next slide, bakit um, si Philippines lagi tayong part ng top 10 sa World Risk Index. So, um, when you compute the word, uh, the idea or the risk itself in a country, um, we compute it based on hazard, exposure, and vulnerability, which are the three factors that compose risk. No, so it's divided on the coping capacity, 
ayan yung sinasabi natin society's level of development which was actually defined there, okay? So, in the Philippines, lagi tayong may hazard dahil nga geographically speaking, tayo ay belong sa Pacific Ring of Fire. So, lagi tayong may hazard. Kaya po, lagi tayong part ng uh, top 10 ng World Risk Index, okay? So, when you compute that, you therefore um, identify the risk index of a country. So, for the past three years, the Philippines, uh, as you may see in the presentation, and if you're reading it, no? Um, we still um, belong to the top 10. So, 2018, nagkaroon tayo ng 25.14 um, percentage of this index. So, that's why we are identified as uh, top 3, no, out of top 10. Then, noong 2019, we received um, a 20.69 percentage. So, uh, naging top 9 tayo, pareho ng Guatemala, which is uh, also... 20.69 per nasa number 8 sila. And then last year, we are actually still on top 9 kasi remember, uh, tumaas ng tumaas yung cases ng uh, Pilipinas, no? Nang with COVID. So, nagkaroon tayo ng risk index of 20.96, no? And still, it made us be part of the top 10. So, that is out of a hundreds, ba na countries all over the world. So, ibig sabihin, we have really a high risk of um, disaster in our own country. So, katulad nung na-mention kanina sa definition ng risk assessment sa pag-compute ng World Risk Index, so kapag sinabi natin um, the identification of this uh, top 10 or the percentage itself of um, risk, no, um, there are actually indicators. So, nahahati siya sa exposure, sa susceptibility, sa coping capacity, sa adaptive capacity. So, itong apat na to, these are the underlying conditions as well that are determining, uh, being determined rather in the risk assessment um, whenever to identify a country being safe or being vulnerable. Okay? So, kapag sinabi natin exposure, ibig sabihin, this pertain to people being able to face and are easily, no, could easily experience the different disasters such as the climate disasters, no? Um, then we have susceptibility. So, ibig sabihin, the availability of sanitation and water supply, um, percentage of under, uh, undernourished, dependency ratio, the population below poverty line. So, kung mapapasin nyo naman, diba, sa Pilipinas, mataas ang poverty, uh, uh, what we call this growth natin so we are very susceptible sa risk kaya nga uh, lagi tayong kasama sa top 10 ibig sabihin um, dahil maraming taong mahirap um, at tapos hindi nila o hindi sila agad nakaka-experience o nakakakuha ng magaganda o mga pangangailangan basic needs diba? um, nagiging vulnerable sila so that comes up with the concept of identifying the risk assessment in the Philippines. So, sorry, meron din tayong coping capacity, ba? The issue of corruption and politics in the Philippines um, is one of the problems that we face, kaya nahihirapan tayo maka-cope up, no, if ever there are disasters. Kaya lagi natatagalan kasi pag nakita natin sa news, meron pala siyang corruption, involvement, etc. ba? That is the basic example. And of course, the adaptive cap capacity. So, this is the size of a population that can survive unavailable resources. So, um, since mas mataas yung poverty rate natin, so, ibig sabihin, mas maliit yung um, 
number of population na may kakayahan na magkaroon ng kompletong pangangailangan. Okay? Kapag merong disaster. Okay? So, I hope you did understand that. Okay, so the mechanism behind the emergence of natural disaster are composed of these three factors as what I've mentioned early. So, pag sinabi nating hazards, it could be the waves, storms, erosion, sea level rise, no? Um, commonly, add na natin COVID-19, okay? So, um, we also have exposure, the population and infrastructure situated in low-lying coastal areas. Add na rin natin in terms of the pandemic is the ventilation that experience uh, the ventilation no uh, within small houses or poverty houses na kung saan nagiging vulnerable sila sa ventilation dahil dapat um, kapag nagkaroon ng virus sa bahay nakakalabas siya okay kapag um, hindi nga daw maganda ang ventilation sa loob ng bahay mas mataas ang risk for any um, symptoms of COVID-19 di ba and of course, vulnerability. So, susceptibility to damage and capacity to cope and or to adapt. Okay? So, this three actually comprises risk. So, kapag meron tayong, um, kumbaga, mababang capacity to adapt, and then we are exposed pa, no, at kulang tayo sa kagamitan, sorry, um, nagkakaroon tayo, of course, na experience ng risk, isama mo pa yung talagang actual hazard in our surrounding. Okay? So, paano nga ba natin maiiwasan ang disaster risk? One of the ways is that um, we should actually provide uh, at least a decrease no, in vulnerability. Ibig sabihin, pag sinabi natin decrease in vulnerability, dapat bibigyan natin ng atensyon yung pangangailangan ng mga tao. So, di ba? Kung walang sanitation, uh, hindi nakaka-experience ng sanitation proper ang mga mahihirap na tao, dapat bigyan natin sila. And then, dapat natutulungan natin sila in terms of their needs kapag nagkaroon ng disaster. Okay? So, um, whenever we experience a disaster, um, there of course is a stage. And then, uh, this stages identifies why uh, whenever we experience disaster, hindi ka agad-agad po pwedeng sabihin natin na um, after the disaster, balik na ako. Okay? Babalik na lahat sa normal. No? So, this is an example of the um, disaster event, so an earthquake. No, so in the stages of a disaster, kapag nagkaroon ng earthquake, of course, there is rescue operation. So in an earthquake, um, we conduct seventy-two hours or longer for rescue operations. No, a best example of that one is the Bohol earthquake, and then um even the yung uh, volcanic um activity ni Taal no last twenty twenty bago magpandemic. So, nag-rescue operation. And then, after that, kapag lahat ng tao na-rescue na, uh, nailagay na sa evacuation center, the authorities uh, will be conducting an assessment for the several days after the um, disaster. So, meron tayong tinatawag na ARDANA, which means the Rapid Damage Assessment and Needs Analysis. So, na-identify nila ilan yung um, damage, no? gaano kalaki yung damage. So, kaya pag naririnig nyo sa mga uh, balita, diba? Say, for example, kapag may binalitang may nasunog sa isang lugar, bakit ina-identify at minimension nila na merong ganito kalaking damage um, infrastructure or need? Diba? Minsan 1.6 million damages, etc. Because that, um, the assessment that has been done by the authorities determine na ganito kalaki yung possible 
na nawala sa mga affected families or individuals, okay? So, doon madedetermine ano na yung mga pangangailangan nila kasi nagkaroon na ng assessment. So, um, there would be coming, or there comes, sorry, there would be coming, uh, I apologize, no? So, there would be a relief. So, pag sinabi natin relief, dito napapasok yung uh, pagbibigay ng tulong sa mga tao. So, that conducts or happens 70 to 90 days. No, and after the relief, we conduct the recovery and reconstruction that happens um, from 30 days until 2 years. Okay? So, dito, um, the government itself is also part of recovery and reconstruction. And then after that, kapag naka-recover na, the best example of this one is in the Bohol earthquake, no? Um, we have the rehabilitation and development. So, yung nangyari sa Bohol na earthquake before, hanggang ngayon, nasa stage pa rin sila ng rehabilitation and development. Actually, may parts pa nga ng Bohol that they are still in recovery and reconstruction. Okay? So, um, disasters can actually disrupt lives and livelihoods. That's why um, it's very important that we are knowledgeable on the things that we need to know when there are disaster. Especially kapag simple na pagbahalang. No? Kapag nagkasunog sa, ba sa area ninyo, sa bahay ninyo. Kapag nagkaroon ng earthquake, ano yung dapat yung gawin? Okay? So, that's why in this subject, ma-expect nyo, magkakaroon tayo ng mga activities na kung saan you will be required to create survival kits because this will allow you to um, prepare itself, no? Um, with your family. Para nagkakaroon kayo na idea, ano ba yung mga pangangailangan ninyo kapag nagkaroon ng disaster, okay? So, ano nga ba yung mga effects ng disaster kapag nangyari na siya, ba? Nagkakaroon tayo ng human toll. Maraming namamatay, maraming na injured, and there are a lot of missing people. Best example is in the Yolanda, ba? communities displaced. Even in the Yolanda, dahil nagkahiwahiwalay na sila, gawa ng naiba-iba na yung naka-rescue sa kanila, nagdi-display sila. There are also loss of source of li uh, lost sources of livelihood. So, lalo na, ba kapag bagyo, kawawa yung mga farmers natin, lalo na yung mga na nalulubog sa tubig baha, yung mga tanim nila, ano na yung magiging source of livelihood nila? So, hahalap na naman sila ng panibago, gagawa na naman sila. So, yung pagod nila, instead na na kumbaga na recover na nila na pay off na um, lalo silang nahihirapan so we also have environmental damages diba? Um, yung mga puno so yung dagdag na putol ng mga puno, lalong nagiging cost para kapag nagkaroon ulit ng mga typhoon, no? or mga sakuna, wala nang sisipsip ng mga tubig okay? um, laging may landslide kasi wala nang puno no? infrastructure damages um, there's a lot, lalo na kapag earthquake, ba nakaka-experience tayo na maraming infrastructure ang nasisira. So, um, this could also lead na, say for example, bahay ninyo, diba? Um, uh, instead of preserving it, lalo tayo nagkakaroon ng chance, o nagka, nabibigyan tayo ng chance pa lalong gumastos kasi nasisira nga siya. Uh, economic losses, diba? Pag bumabagsak ang economy, for a meantime, kasi nagkaroon ng disaster. And of course, hampered delivery of services. So, an example of that one is nung sa Taal Volcano, diba? Medyo nahihirapan na sila. Uh, yung makapasok, kinakailangan na nilang gumamit ng malalaking truck kasi um, the ash from the volcano itself um, is actually uh, too thick already. Now, nahaluan pa ng tubig kasi umulan. So, nakakadulas na siya sa daanan. Okay? So, um, uh, in the, 
in understanding uh sorry okay so in understanding the importance of um disaster no lalo na yung mga authorities um it's very important ano nga ba yung possibility kaya tayo nag-aaral na kung pag hindi natin napag-aralan itong mga important preparedness na kinakailangan natin no if there is a disaster happens um ano yung mga possible outcomes no so the mass casualty incident is one of the um concepts that allows authorities to determine ano nga ba yung um possible casualties na magkakaroon kapag hindi kaagad na-aksyonan yung mga um sistema ng recovery no or preparedness so kapag hindi nagkaroon ng proper communication nagkakaroon tayo ng mas malaking casualty di ba an example of that one is even di ba yung Yolanda hindi kaagad na sabi na or iba yung dumating sa mga tao hindi nila inexpect na may storm surge o di ba mas lalong tumaas yung tubig so yun pa lang uh, communication is also very important when it comes to um the preparedness kaya nga dapat especially right now lagi naman tayo naka-online you are very much um kumbaga alert when it comes to announcements of um incidents or kumbaga bulletins be given by the agencies or departments in the government that specializes in delivering information about possible disasters so katulad ni Pag-asa, diba ni Pilvox, ni Pivox para so okay so sila and the RRMC kapag tumunog yung cellphone niyo dapat hindi niyo lang siya isa walang bahala hindi pupunta kayo ng Twitter sabihin nyo, hala nagulat ako sa text ni NDRRMC. Okay, so dapat kapag may ganun, na-alerto tayo. Okay? So, um, if there is no proper response, um, the vicious cycles repeat. Okay? So, nagkakaroon lang tayo ng paulit-ulit na um, yung kumbaga worse uh, scenario if there is a disaster kapag walang proper response. Okay? So, that's why it's very important that We learn as students what are the prepared things or the response that we should do even with our own self, with our own family, whenever disaster happens. Okay? So, that's why, um, bakit nga ba natin siya pinag-aaralan at bakit natin siya kinakailangan i-share not just with ourselves, with our family, but with our community? Because, um, ang pinaka-vulnerable dyan is mga bata. Okay, mga elder people, mga pregnant women, those people who are ill, who are not anymore, uh, has the capacity no, to prevent themselves from any danger. So, dapat na isi-share natin sila. So, ang role ng ating subject is to not just give you a requirement no, to answer and know this one, but it's your responsibility as students to actually share it with other people. Okay? So, that's why when you end um, this activity or Uh, not activity, sorry, this presentation or lecture, I hope you answer the chapter review um, based on listening to this or watching this, uh, what makes up disaster for you, okay? So, just post a two-sentence um, reply and then you may also answer the following, no? Uh, what is hazard, the different classification of hazards, and the digital tools used in Philippines to help us prevent this hazard. So, technically, the hazards we will be discussing more of that on the succeeding lectures. Okay? So, thank you very much for listening and I hope you did understand. So, again, if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to reach out to me so that 
I could give you further um help, no? Lalo na with my best and um mabigyan ko kayo ng assistance, okay? So have a great day everyone. And that ends this podcast episode. I hope you learned and understand this week's lecture. Share your today's learnings with your family and friends. And don't forget to emphasize the importance of preparedness in every disaster. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me in our Canvas module. Until the next episode, adios!